Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Richard Kennedy. I'm here with Nick Goslin and Ryan Garvey. We're New England Social, your New England-based podcast about everything New England, from places to go, people to see, things to do, and experiences we're having. Oh, nailed it. Garvey, I feel like I was real quiet during that on the, uh, on the, old, on the old mic, so you might need to turn me up. You want to I give it another just... take 37? Hey, I can turn up. No, no, no. no. Yeah, up. just so the listeners know. <laughs> this, this has thing, been this an thing, experience this little, to get going thing, here. This little podcast here. Wow, I'm way too high now. <clears throat> this little podcast here doesn't just happen, all right? It's trial and tribulation. It's We're not jumping out of bed and getting going. This podcast faces adversity just like my fantasy football team is facing adversity right now. <laughs> Nobody cares about your fantasy football team. Oh, the listeners want to know <laughs> updates, dude. Oh, okay. Beans care. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Dude. The birds wow. have a broken wing right now. Yeah, the birds They're are down, hurt. but they're not out. The birds are hurt. They're not out. It's, hey, long season. Long season. Um, it's been tough. Honestly, this bye week isn't coming at a good time, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I've made a nice turnaround so far. Yeah, dude. I think I was Yeah, with that trade. I think I was 0 and 2 before we spoke last and I've ripped off three wins in a row, putting up some puentes, so we're looking good. How the hell are you guys? What's up, dude? Better than I deserve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, good. You, honestly, this is the thing. You've like just turned into a complete dad, and I love that, dude. I love yeah, it. that's a, that's a great. You know what I mean? That's a, when we used to ask my dad what he wanted for Christmas, he'd be like, "Peace, love, and happiness." And we'd be like, and oh, like an that. iPod, or <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like iPhone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, peace, love, and happiness, and like I don't know, new lawnmower, like you know, something like that, like new TV. I just noticed that your uh, mug says "hers" on it. Hers. Hey, gets the job done. Absolutely. Okay, it's a mug. <laughs> Another dad, dadism. Yeah, 100%. Coffee tastes the same out of this one as it does any other mug. Yeah, absolutely. Put my pants on one leg at a time. <laughs> you know what? I'm using my I'm using my um I'm using my segue that I used in like our first like two takes because it was so good even though it doesn't make sense here. But speaking of all-star athletes, <laughs> great transition because you know see uh, you so could have just gone i said puts his pants on one leg at a time just like the rest of us and you could have said speaking of legs the ankle is a big part oh, of the leg dude you're right speaking of legs garby clip that all right get to the point i sprained my ankle <laughs> apparently the people want to hear that according to richard and nicholas I was I had too much hibachi sake, <laughs> and I wound up venturing t- with friends for a 21st birthday party, which I was invited to, and I accepted the invitation. Venturing to the streets of Portland, Maine, which you may know, there are some cobblestone areas. I feel like and on those like cobblestone street, at the police station, like, you know what I, mean? I I sprained my ankle. I rolled it. I went down. I also. Got a boo-boo on my right knee, which is going to be another scar on my right knee. This happened Christmas Eve, and I got a scar on my right knee then. Got another cut on my right knee. It's going to scar up. Get a lot of scars on your knees. Every time I sprain my ankle now, I'm going to have a scar on my right knee. Get it? No, what'd you say? I wasn't listening. (laughs) Just all the scars on your knees. Oh. It's not that kind of podcast, Nick. Unbelievable. This is a family-friendly podcast. This is a family-friendly podcast. All right, Garby, clip it. Clip. Oh, wow. Not yet. He wants a clip. Leave it. All right, dude. so that's my story. I hope you enjoyed it, but uh, there's a follow-up to this, and I don't want to toot my own horn, so go take it over, Rich. So, anyway, so like I said, we had to intro like 37 times because everybody, including myself, was having trouble, and we were talking about how Jalen Brown definitely listens to this podcast. And I was talking about Garvey on a sprained ankle shot an 86, an 86 on a sprained ankle, elite athlete status. The morning after I sprained my ankle Jordan at 10 food poisoning status, like unreal. 10 PM came out ankle. loud, came out loud to help secure the dub on the front and back for our team. 
And I will say right. too, you were um, in the the video that you sent us. You seemed quite inebriated. So not just like a sprained ankle with like a oh, solid eight yeah, hours no, of sleep, was, elevated with an yeah. ice pack. Like he was you out were, and about. yeah, he was out in the pal. I went to bed at midnight. I got up at four thirty because we had a seven a.m. tea time, <laughs> and that was in Portland. So um, I got up at four thirty. I couldn't fall back asleep. I said, "Fuck it." So I. Took me a while to get dressed and everything without waking everyone up in the hotel room. Ventured out, got some Dunkin' Donuts, made a, a quick 6 a.m. Walmart run so I can get my sprained ankle supplies that I should just be carrying around. Got my ankle brace, my icy hot, my ibuprofen. I got a text from Garby early in the morning. <laughs> Do you have hey, icy can you bring some icy hot? <laughs> hey, yep, my so. bring some icy hot. <laughs> Like some, like some Advil. Like, you know what I mean? I say, hey, you got Icy Hot, right? I meet King, John King, who we golfed with at 6 a.m. at the Walmart. So I somehow the sliding <laughs> doors opened up at like 5.55. I got in. But the second set of sliding do- doors at the Walmart wouldn't open. So I went back to the, the first set, and it wouldn't. Not, I was just stuck in that little <laughs> lobby area of Walmart with, at with like 5.58. With your unattended to bad ankle with my bad ankle. knowing that you have a 7 15 tea time yeah so then john king rolls up and he's trying to get in i'm just stuck in the thing finally 6 a.m hits get in there get out get rolling the portsmouth winds up being a frost delay anyway so we don't get off till like 8 15 so i wake up 4 30 a.m for 8 15 tea time and i was mentally ready i was ready actually you know what i have expectations of myself and i just was going for the ride that day. So you, you were, know what? You I'm were just have fun. You were pounding the driver. I was. You were I was doing well. I had had a long drive yeah, there. You were annihilating the driver. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. Awesome. Fun day golf. Fun day golf. Uh, hope hope you met. Are you feeling better? Are you 100 percent recovered? Where are you at? Talk to talk to us about where you're at. Um, no, I'm. It's tough in the morning. Uh, when I, you know, once I, once I get moving for the day, yeah, it's fine. You get lubed up a but little bit. Sitting, but... Yeah. If I'm sitting for a while and I start walking, it hurts. Yeah. Okay. So I think I'll be fully recovered by next, by the weekend. <laughs> okay. Cool. Love to see that. Love to see that. Yeah. There you go. Um, it's what us three and Stecco for King Cup. King yep. Cup. Correct. Two girls, one King Cup. Cool. Um, yeah, looking forward to. I think we we can make a serious push this year. I'm excited. We were I'm there excited. last year. Yeah, I I feel like we have to if we if we want to critique ourselves a little bit. I feel like we got to play to strengths a little bit better. I feel like yeah. <laughs> Garvey, Garvey, of course, just held something up on a sign, so. I can't really get into it, but thanks, Gar. That's that's great. Anyways, wanted to do a quick um, Boston sports update. Nick, you got zapped. Nick's a Nick's a. Is it Bailey Zappy? Bailey, yeah. Bailey Zappy. Nick's a Bailey Zappy hater. No, dude, we're a Bailey Zappy household. Me and Laura already ordered jerseys. No, you, you seriously? No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm not gonna spell you hated that. Bailey Zappi before the game. You're like he sucks. I'm like, dude. No, he's just he, he is a very rock. he's a very physically limited player. But I also like, I mean, if you've listened to this podcast, you know I'm not exactly a Mac Jones lover. You so, hate Mac Jones. You hate Mac Jones. He's in his second year. But he's just how do you, dude? You look at him and you can like, like, so like again, like in a granted, I'm kind of going back on my take here, but like. Josh Allen, in retrospect, you look at him and you're like, oh, like if this dude can put it together, like he could be like an MVP. Like you look not at Mac first Jones. first two years, you didn't look at him like No, that. I'm not saying that I did. I thought he was not going to be good, but like he had the physical attributes. I think that Mac Jones has like almost reached his ceiling in terms of like what he can be like can he get smarter can he read defenses a little better sure but i just don't think he has like the physical arm but that's what it's about that's what it's about yeah but i think you need i think you need some of those you look at kind of what wins nowadays and it's like the guys that can sling the rock the the ones that are 
The ones that are excelling, though, are are able to adjust the play on the go. Yeah, and Mac Jones is almost as big as Josh Allen. He can't throw it nearly as far nor as well. Josh Allen has, like, a, a Hall of Fame-type arm. You just didn't know if he had, like, the mental aspect to play the position. And granted, he's... You, um, but, yeah, the Pat, I mean, the Pat, dude, the Pats suck. How you feel about the Pats overall, dude? They you suck. No, this... Dude, Detroit's awful. I think yeah, that people... I mean, the Bills are going to win the division. Obviously. I just think that people that are, like, getting all geeked up about the Patriots win, like, Detroit went for it on fourth down six times and didn't get one conversion. Like, if they just kicked field goal, and they had almost all those opportunities were field goal opportunities. So if they just yeah, kicked field goals... Yeah, but I feel like that's a, that's a real negative way to look at that stat. That also means the Patriots had yeah, no, but six I just fourth think, down stops. I think like, people that are like, oh, you blanked them 29 nothing. Like, if the Bills just... Or the, excuse me, the Lions just kick five field goals not even giving them a touchdown. And, like, you know, because a lot of those times, like, it was on the first drive of the game, the Lions went for it on, like, it was, like, their 30-something, and they turned the ball over to Zappi, and they, like, kicked a field goal right after that. And so it's, like, you take away... I know I'm, like, playing revisionist history, but it's, like, you take away that field goal from the Pats, and then you just give the Lions, like, a few field goals if Dan Campbell's not a complete boob. And I think you the game really is a lot. You can really turn around a 29-0 <laughs> yeah, win like, into, I, like, yeah, the most dude, negative like, thing like, I've ever heard. You're, you're like, I mean, you're, like, like, stitching together. Uh, did you, so, I, 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 like, no. did you guys watch the game? Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Hundred percent. You you sat down and you watched the game. I was at the bar. I was watching multiple games. Okay. Exactly. That's so. That's my point, though. Like I, I was, watched. Dude, I was at TJ's in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. No, they I know, the, but I'm just saying. Like I watched teams. that game specifically. I was focused on that one, and there was if the Lions weren't incompetent and the, gifted the Patriots a lot of opportunities. That was like a much from a yardage perspective. They were almost even. And so I think that, like, the Pats caught a bunch of breaks. I think it was a much closer game than what the score showed. So by the time the listeners are hearing this, the Patriots would have already played the Browns. Well, yeah. What's the... On Sunday, on Sunday, October, oh, I'm whatever picking, that I'm is. picking an L for the Pats this weekend. Oh, you're picking an L, 100%. Yeah. Browns, Browns take that dub. I mean, uh, Pats take that dub over the Browns. I think they're going to win. Is Mac Jones in? Do we know? Sunday? He is. I think he oh, got in practice. If, if Zappy's playing, they win. If Zappy's playing, they win. <laughs> the Zappinator. The Zappinator, dude. Get Zapp. Get Zapp. Um, Celtics, dude. You excited? A little preseason going off. Yeah. Well, so should we talk about the elephant in the room? What Blake Griffin? But, dude, Blake Griffin's garbage. Come on. I'm talking about Ime. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know who's coaching. Yeah. It's some guy who's like an assistant that he's so like. I will say. So for those who don't, don't wanna, know, I don't want to speculate. I just don't know much about the situation, so I just want to speculate. Yeah. What happened to Ime? Well, so for those of you that do not know, he has gotten in trouble and suspended for the whole season because he had what they termed a relationship with a female staffer on the Celtics. That kind of turned into a, um, I mean, I don't know how I could phrase this delicately, but it seemed like it evolved into more of like a one-sided affair with Ime doing the majority of the pursuing and the female staffer was kind of resistant to that. And so they have since suspended him for a year. And I will say though that that's kind of all the information that's been released but there has been these like kind of pseudo reports from people that are tied into the league that say the situation is a lot worse than what the public knows um and so you don't want to speculate but i it's there's just a lot of avenues that i feel like could still happen and so I think that their big turnaround, I mean, as us as Celtics fans, 
for a while, we were like, they need a new coach. They need a new coach. They have all the talent in the world. They they do not believe in Brad Stevens. And so I think that having Ime there was a big reason of why they had a lot of that success. And so if you take him away, I'm not saying that they can't just like continue it, but I, I am interested to see how they respond in the beginning part of the season. Because like, mm-hmm. would you be... I would be a little surprised, but would you guys be completely shocked if they were to kind of revert back to who they were before the All-Star break last year? No, because they're the same exact team they were last year. Pretty well, that's much, what right? I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, um, I minus think, their coach. I think my biggest problem with the Celtics to be – so, well, I, this is my hope, and maybe this is a uh, me being a little naive, but my biggest problem with the Celtics is they play their best when they're down a lot of the time. And, like, they a lot of times play to their talent. Um, and so I, I'm just hoping that they respond to this as adversity because I, I think a lot of times they they come out loud. Like, a lot of times they when they're coming through, they're coming through in situations they, where I feel they like they play to their competition. competition. Yeah, they play to their competition, exactly. And so a lot, a lot of times they answer the call. You just wish that you wish you, you see them answer the call at high levels against big teams and big players. Uh, in big situations, and you're like, if you can do this, you should wipe the floor with everybody who's not at that level, who can't do what you're you're doing, and you should do that consistently. And they don't all the time, and like that's what's annoying is it's like if you can come out here and swing, and get to the finals, right, and like, and like sweep the nets, like you know what I mean? Like, you there there should be teams that are in your conference that you should just wipe the floor with. Right? You should like you know be winning a lot more games over the regular season and it shouldn't be this difficult. And so, I mean, but that, so I'm hoping that it's just an adversity play here. Here's my problem is, do I think that you win the ship without Ime? That I'm concerned about because that's the standard now, right? Like that's the thing. Like you're in Boston, it's, you know, Celtics, like you got to the the you know you got to the finals, winning the conference finals isn't going to be, like, as hype as it was the, this last year, right? Like, well, if they were to do kind of on that point, I think that the Celtics had and granted to get for like a winning team, you're going to go through and you can pick and choose a lot of breaks that they were lucky enough to have happen along the way. But last year really lined up for the Celtics in terms of the matchups. I feel like that they got like injuries that happened at that time. So like, again, they swept the nets, give them all the credit in the world. But like there was the whole drama with Kyrie all season. Like he could be hot and cold. If he's playing a full year, I think he's maybe a little bit more dialed in. And even though I don't expect no, him to be I, anything. I you take the nets away from them. That's a that's an accomplishment. No, that's for sure an accomplishment. But like, if they were to play the Nets again, I would not be expecting a sweep. That's a, isn't that the Nets team that took Giannis to six or seven? Well, so that's my. I think that that is more yeah. indicative of who they are as opposed to what happened to them last year. But granted, fine. Like, wipe that out. You got the Bucks without Chris yeah. Middleton, yeah. who is like that's yeah. a massive. That, that's the that's the one. That's the one spot on oh. their run no chris where did Middleton, he go that was big he got injured he hurt. you mean last year but he's back yeah, yeah exactly so, like, that's the yeah, thing yeah, is yeah. it's like so the, i think that there's you know. just like there's a lot more competition that they could potentially be facing that'd be like us right. saying no like no jalen brown you know what I mean? yeah exactly yeah. Like, so like all, what were the celtics off-season moves so so they acquired malcolm brockton which i think is a, a pretty big significant piece to get he's a, a big time ball handler um, he's going to be coming off the bench. And I mean, he's, dude, he's coming off the bench. Yeah, he's going to dominate. Blake's going to dominate. Uh, I think he's a good. He'll be a good like seventh man, right? What is he going to be? Eighth man? He'll be fine in that role. What happened to the other guy that they they uh, acquired? Gallinari. He tore his ACL. Gallinari. Yeah, shit. That's wasn't he playing like some European league or some shit? I think it was just in Something. a workout. Oh yeah. All right, so those were the three main things, right? Nobody really, nobody big left. Robert Williams, is he back? Well, so Robert Williams is, I mean, I guess it's been probably like two weeks since it happened, but they announced that he was out six weeks 
with a knee. He had an additional yeah. knee procedure on the knee that he hurt. <laughs> so same right old before stuff, the playoffs. So like, if same you're telling me that like the East is maybe a little bit more put together and you don't have your coach and yeah, what I think is like quite easily the third best player on your team, best defensive player on your team, then I think that kind of sets up for maybe yeah. a little bit of reduced expectations. Um. There's a couple other sports things I want to hit before we hit our topic. So, but real quick, do you, what's your prediction for Celtics this year? How far do they go? I or, think or they, you're, you're happy if they blank. If they make the Eastern Conference Finals and they give the team there a good series, without their without their without their obviously very impactful coach. I yeah, granted, uh-huh. like if it's the Nets, the Bucks, right. whoever, and they give them a good series. Granted, even like the Heat, dude. They, I think the Heat are a good team. Like, if they give a good series to someone in the Eastern Conference Finals and don't roll over, but like, let's say they're the three seed and the other team's the one seed and they lose in a game seven away, that's like a kind of like, you know what? You, you gave a good effort, but. Yeah. Um, Gabby, what do you think? I mean, the best can I think that if they make the finals again, that's okay. because they made it last year. Why wouldn't they? I mean, I guess the coach, I'm, but they I'm got they also picked up some bench players I'm that are you. better. I think I think they're heading to the finals, and I, and here's why. I could be wrong, but they do got some new players. They've got some more ammo. They're going back with some different different weapons. They are without their coach, but I think what Ime really did was get our two best players to take two big steps in the consistency column in big moments during big games, big series. That was huge. I think they still have that, and I think there's a little bit of that. You know, you do something in life, or you you know, you play a game or something like that. It doesn't go the way you think it's gonna go the first time, but now you know a little bit more about it, and you feel a lot more confident going back in there again. And so, I don't know if that wins them the finals this year without that coach, because I think you need to be strategic in those in those, especially that series. But I think that confidence can get them to the finals, and so I think that that's where they're gonna end up, hopefully. Um, yeah. So game one for them, Tuesday, October 18th. This Tuesday coming yeah. up for us. Sixers. They're playing the 70, 76ers at home. Love that. Um, what yeah. do you, uh, I mean, you guys both saw that bullshit pass interference or uh, roughing the passer call, Tom Brady. Are you talking about Derek Carr on Monday night? No, no, dude. I'm talking about Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on. That's funny. Nick, stop. Nick. Stop. The guy's 45. Cut him some slack. Oh, my gosh, dude. Stop. That was criminal. It was absolutely criminal. Criminal. No. That, did you see the Kevin the, Hart that, uh, thing? Yeah. The thing that where they, like, lie down with, like, a pillow and stuff. With a pillow? Yeah. No, that was <laughs> a... Um, thing. That was funny. Yeah, that was bad. That was I not great. I honestly thought... I was honestly like, I wonder when they're going to apologize. I was like, the, no, they're not going. They to. won't no, ever say I, anything I, I bad about the officiating. When I was, when are they going to apologize? That was crazy, crazy. Um, before we get into it, what are you guys drinking? I got a classic Sam Adams Oktoberfest going. I followed Garby's league uh, lead last week. Jacko, fantastic beer. It is a great beer, and I forgot my beer. I actually just drank a coffee. And a boy. To be honest. Roseanne, son. Rise and grind, dude. I love that, dude. That's great. Um, all right. I mean, this is – I know people are on the edge of their seats because this is a podcast, so you read the title first, which is you know that this is Hocus Pocus in Review by New England Social. Now, again, if this is your first New England Social episode, because we know that we're getting new listeners by the thousands daily, and you may not know that we did a – New England, I can't remember the title. Was it Hollywood Hits New England? Hollywood Hits New England episode. Yeah. Uh, earlier earlier on in our adventure as a podcast. And one of those movies that we picked as movies we were going to watch that represent New England was Hocus Pocus 1. Top three New England movies. Yeah, top th- Hocus Pocus <laughs> top, was top in three. the top three. Top three. Top three. I mean... Some would say we should have picked other movies, but hey, Hocus Pocus made the list, and just you. It was, it was controversial. Yeah, I think this is a democracy, and you were overruled. I was. So I think you I were was. the one that said that. Me and Garvey did not because we no, voted for it. Yeah, you're, right. you're right about that. Um, anyways, Hocus Pocus two comes out 
gotta we gotta see it right uh and so we to. had to had to and so we all sat down uh and watched it i will say that uh we are probably going to talk about spoilers so like if that's something that you really care about for hocus pocus 2 um, oh shut it off please yeah because yeah. we're going to talk about the movie. bunch of bunch of spoilers uh we've got your listen so thank you um and either come back or maybe just catch us next episode whatever works for you um if you're down with the spoilers then yeah hang on it's gonna be a wild ride here i uh, wanted to do general thoughts first keep it high level we're gonna do like likes and dislikes you know a little bit later but like high level general thoughts nick i know that you like studied this film watched it three four times took notes took yeah. notes um came prepared for this so honestly it was fine it was pretty good i think it's tough you to live time. up to the yep watch it with my wife laura um when you're watching movies like this like so i will say full disclosure you know definitely like, oh, i'm an i'm an older male Every Halloween season, I will still throw on like Hocus Pocus in the background at some point in time. Yeah, like maybe I'm folding laundry, you maybe I'm care. doing dishes. Well, dude, that's what like you get the nostalgia factor. It's yeah, a movie I grew up sure. watching. So I think I was going to come in. I mean, you guys know me. I'm kind of a jaded, glass half empty kind of guy. Coming so, in hot a lot. Negative. Yeah. Negative. So real negative. I, I was kind of like, ah, this is not going to measure up to my expectations. It was, it was okay. I like that they kept it fairly concise. It was not, it didn't like drag on for a I super it long time. Really well. Yeah. Really well. Um, but for the most part, it was fine. I thought they did like an okay job. It was, it was kind of what I expected. No more, no less. Okay. Hey, that's. That, I mean, could be worse. Could be worse. Garvey, oh, it could have. Think? It could have been way worse. I would say I was entertained. Yeah. I was very well entertained. Although, so when you put the movie, a movie on for me these days, right? Yeah. 8 o'clock at night, 8.30 at night. I'm not last until 9.30. So I had Hell to watch no, this. Hell you're a dad, dude. I you fell asleep. Marathon. Come so on. I, I had to watch this in two separate sittings. Damn because right. that's how I watch any movie nowadays. Um, but I still, I still got the full experience. Yeah, you did. And right. it was a good experience. I was entertained. We can talk about comparing to the first later. I thought it was funny. There were some funny parts. Yeah. I liked the plot. The character, the character play I liked, but I think that they like try too hard on some things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the characters. Sure. 100%. You know what I'm saying? So we can we can get into more specifics. Um but. Let's talk real quick. Rich, what do you think? Oh shit, my bad. Um <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised, I will say. I am not a big fan of Hocus Pocus 1. Um, and I'll just come out and say it because I'm going to ask you guys in a second. But I like this I like this movie better, to be honest. Uh, I think it's a little bit more complicated uh, in a good way. I think it builds off of its source material really well. Um, it, it like, it like the, the whole thing is like I'm like, I go into this thinking like this is gonna be garbage, and I'm like, oh, it wasn't. It wasn't garbage. I'm like, this was good enough that I wish it, they had taken time to make it great, because you could have made this great. Um, it, Carol was just watching Carol, who I, I watched Hocus Pocus with. She was just watching Sabrina the Teenage Witch from like when we were young, um, like the uh, mm-hmm. like the ABC show. I don't know if you guys ever watched it. Yeah. Oh yeah. The show. They Netflix came out with a. Uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but it's a lot darker, a lot realer, and that's based off the comic book. The comic book, uh, the original one is like a part of the Archie series, and the Archie series gets a lot darker, and so Sabrina the Teenage Witch comic book, I believe afterwards, gets a lot darker as well. Maybe it was before, I can't remember which came first. Oh. But um, So the, that comic book series, and everybody loved it. Everybody ended up loving the new Archie, everyone loved the new Sabrina comic, and it's because it just got a lot more real. Because your average like audience is just is used to seeing stuff more, right? Like, you know what I mean now. And so I wish they had gone that direction with it. They obviously didn't. But so, for a Disney movie, I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. There's always one of you in the group. You like the second one better than the first. So you didn't like the first. When's the last time you've seen it? When we watched it for, for the review. Really? And you didn't like it? 
But I feel like you just came with Because I feel like what you just described kind of was the first one. No, no, no. You would need to get a lot more serious with it. it like, you know, it wouldn't you wouldn't do the goofiness to the to the level that it, it, it's at. Yeah, but it's a Disney movie. Like that's going to be in there, but I feel like the first kind of gave a little bit more. I mean, we can t- again, we'll look talk. Look at look at the original trailer for the original Sabrina Teenage Witch TV show. Look at the Netflix trailer and you'll know what I mean. Right? You'll like understand that that difference that I'm talking about. It's just a completely different tone. Um and it probably wouldn't like it wouldn't be advertised for kids, right? At the at that point, it would be more of an adult or or at least <laughs> young, young coming adult. to Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. rated R, <laughs> rated mature. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, not not to that extent. But it, again, it's just a more a more a more serious version of that. And I thought they could have gone that direction. They didn't. But for again, for a Disney movie, kids movie, family fun. Thought it was fine, better than I thought it was going to be, and again, like I think it it it's better than the first in the sense that I think it uses the first movie really well uh, to build it builds off that source material. So it's not better in the sense that I think it's like a, a better movie. I just think that it it does a good job being a sequel. Yeah. So there was one thing about it being a sequel. It's like it had some weird references to the first. Do you guys yeah. notice? Yeah. Like they were watching so to get into specifics, I guess. Yeah, go ahead, jump in. Yeah. They were watching like there was a scene where they were watching the first movie on the TV. Oh, Easter egg. Like an Easter egg, yeah. But it's like it wouldn't make sense that they were watching the first movie. I, I think it was just an Easter egg. Like it's not something that they expect everybody to notice. It's like okay. cool to point out after. Alright. Because it was like the scene of the on the T V and I think it was when um what's her name? The Mary was like flying or they were flying around looking for the mayor or whatever. They went into like this house and looked in the window and it was like the people watching Hocus Pocus one. And then there was another scene where the mayor was in line to get the candy apple. apple, And then the people in front of him were dressed as like the people, the the devil and the wife from Hocus Pocus one. Yeah. The people when they go into the house, I was like, okay, it's an Easter egg. You call that rich? I guess I never heard of that. Yeah. All right. It's like an Easter egg. It's usually maybe a little bit more subtle than that, but yeah, it's a reference. Um, how does it for you guys? How does it hold up for the first, against the first one? I like the first one better. Of course. Yeah. Um, I just think the first one just felt like a lot more natural. It felt like the characters were a lot more natural. Where it's like now that was made in 1993. Now this is like 30 years later. It's like I feel like the actresses, the witches, feeling like they have to be this old character of themselves that they're just make. They have to like remember how it they felt. Were. It felt a little forced. Yeah, kind of. It didn't um, feel that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I thought that they did the. I thought that they, like I said, used the source material really well. I thought that they. I again, like I like the storyline was a, like a lot more complicated. Like the main character ends up being a witch like i i thought that, that was pretty cool um I oh i hated that oh really yeah i thought that, that was cool no i thought that was so lame that was like one of those things where you're like come on like where the really? girl is the witch the yeah girl i was like this get the fuck out of here oh i was like badass dude it's dope. well like also so like there just hasn't been a witch in 500 years sure it definitely and requires now, a little bit of you being like yeah i'm gonna go ahead and and just like roll with the punch here yeah but yeah. it was that forest that was enchanted so it's like have there been witches in that specific little forest I, probably I maybe know. not maybe not i don't know yeah maybe people just have because that's where you them. find that's where you find out you're a witch and so one of the things i i liked about the movie was the origin story in the very beginning yeah I, I did like that. that. I did like that. Yeah, how they kind of showed. Dude, the the younger actresses were the great. Younger actresses, uh, they like crushed it, right? Like they were. Yeah. So, they were such good. That was great. That was mirrors really good. of the older actresses. That was what awesome. I didn't like is that they didn't go back to that at all. So they just ended. I agree. 100%. They just ended the origin story with burning down the town's house just to yeah. make that connection with the mayor. But I feel like I wish that they went back 
to give us a little bit more of that piece and somehow yeah, connect yeah. it a little bit better. Yeah, because the, the the whole end is like the I can't remember the I can't remember the names, but like the main sister is like you know the whole Winifred. the whole the whole lesson is she's Winifred. always just loved her sisters. Yeah, yeah. right. And so, but like, so why like, not recall that more than you did? So that's one where I'm kind of like, again, I understand why they did it, and it's like a Disney movie. And so they got to, like, kind of, like, tie it in and make it, like, wholesome. Yeah. But in the first one, like, Winifred was totally just, like, out for blood. Like, I granted, she loved her sisters, don't get me wrong. But, like, in the first movie, Winifred would have been, like, if I can survive for, like, another thousand years and my sisters have to, like, kind of fall by the wayside for this to happen. Like, that's an unfortunate circumstance. Right. But, like, that's what's going to happen. Whereas in this one, I feel like they tried to make it too, like, again, I don't want to put on my, like, Daddy Garby pants, but I'm like, oh, kids these days, they're so soft. And I'm like, they had to, like, make her, like, have, like, her come to Jesus moment where she's like, oh, like, I'm going to be good now. Like, shut the fuck up. Get yeah. out of here. Nick's telling his kids, that's just not how life is. No. Well, that's, that's just I just, not how life is. That was the other thing about the character plays. Megan and I was talking about this. I didn't believe that. At the end, I'm yeah. like, that's not who she I is. Didn't, I didn't believe, I didn't buy it either. That And Garby, that's why I think your point's so valid. It's like, call that back. Go back to the, you know what I mean? Like, give me a teenage version, of, like a, or, a, or like a, a, a 20s version of them, a 30s version of them, whatever it is. Um, and, yeah. you know, and whatnot. And so, thought that that was, uh, I thought that, that was really good. The, I will say this, the, the second, the second that the sisters show up, I'm like, ugh. I can do with like thirty percent less goofy right now. I'm like, you kind of had me on this ride where I was like, oh, okay, hocus pocus too. Like this isn't that bad. Like I'm like, I'm kind of having a good time. Good lore, good backstory, good references, mm-hmm. and then they all show up, and I'm like, ah, you just, you, you, you just pulled the exact they were same trying, characters out. They were trying to like almost over accentuate the stereotypes that the sisters developed in the first movie like sarah jessica parker was trying to play like all this like horned up right lady and i'm like girl like you're old now and then like i will say though like the the other sister again i'm blanking on her name Uh, um, mary mary yeah. I thought actually her comedic relief was like pretty, pretty good. Pretty on point. I love um, Mary, dude. I think That's... that she was like the the funniest one. Yeah. Um, and she's like the one that won't let the uh, won't let the kids escape. You know what I mean? She's like yeah. the one that's like she's like hey hey we're smiling but kind of feels like you're trying to escape. Come with me into the Walgreens. <laughs> Come on, I'm gonna eat you. And they're like um, ooh, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, that the whole ending, like kind of like kumbaya moment, I was just like not a fan of. And again, like we're also yeah. t- kind of like jumping around at this point, but I understand we're talking about a movie that is not based in reality. So I will preface that by saying this. But like the witches died at the end of the first one. Yeah, like they were obliterated. They they burst into dust i thought that they yeah, did an okay i thought that they did an okay job retconning it like and again like retconning's like kind of like a, a, a like well, much more of a comic book concept but it happens a lot more now and i thought they did an okay job with it but yeah you're you're right it was... but i thought the the witches didn't actually die they just died just as they had died in the first like so no, you know I'm, I'm pretty sure in the first one it's like supposed to get because ri- they get in rid the, of the first kid. one they got hung Right, that's Remember? what I'm saying. They, they got hung in the very beginning of the movie when it was back in the 1700s. I know, but it, at the back. end of the first one, they got the sun came up and they burst into dust. Right, because yeah. they because they had to. But when the sun comes up, that's when they die. But then they can come back. Because the because in the first one, in the very beginning, they got hung. Then they came I guess back, like I then they died again because like, the sun came up. The, and now they're back again because the candle was. The lit. hanging was more of a physical death. Whereas, okay. like, I guess I looked at the exploding into the dust because of the sunlight as more of a, like, spiritual, like, that they are gone kind of thing. And granted, oh, okay. at the time, they were probably not like, we have to set this up for the Disney Plus sequel that's going to happen 30 years down the road. Mm-hmm. So they kind of, like, had to work with that. But yeah, I don't know. I also am kind of like, so now is there going to be, a, like, 
a, a third hocus pocus like to, in this way did did you guys take it like they died or is it kind of just the same some of the same old I thought it was kind of the same like they could i never thought there would be a second hocus pocus but i feel like there could be a third they left um, it open we're going to talk about hocus pocus 3 later but oh, i was under okay. the impression oh. that they're gone gone nick like they sealed it up um so that's what i thought i left also with that impression i was like they went to some alternate spiritual reality Hmm. where they are like no longer part of this earth i think the uh souvenir shop owner or like the the like witchcraft that guy was a dick his name was was it gilbert i think his name gilbert gilbert Uh, was a massive dick but i thought they did a good job so like i would say like if somebody was like do you need uh i just had kids i never saw hocus pocus one like do i like, do we need to see Hocus Pocus 1 before we see Hocus Pocus 2? I would be like, not really. It's like, doesn't really... I I think that they do a good job not really leaning too much on that first movie. Yeah. And they do the storytelling of the first movie in the, in the witchcraft shop really well. Gilbert does it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know huge, what character? Oh, go that? ahead. Well, it's just a huge missed opportunity not turning Gilbert into a cat. Because they didn't bring back the cat guy. And so why would you not just throw like turn Gilbert into a cat? Well, I think it was Zachary Banks. Yeah. I think they I thought the conclusion of that is they let him free as well. Like he wasn't like the witches. They yeah, let his exactly. spirit was so, set free. Yeah, so I just didn't think I didn't know if they were gonna figure out a way to bring him back as the cat because they had the black yeah. cat there, so they kept teasing it. Right, right. Right. And so but I'm just like, why not why would you not just Just like put him into the make cat? Make him a cat. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that would have been it, like what a good callback. I did love all the stuff with like Billy, the great, zombie guy. Great job. He was so great, great call. That's what I'm talking about. Leaned on the source material well. Had Billy in there, and he was like, "I'm not doing this shit again." No, he's like, like that. I am out. That but bitch, he was pretty funny. I wasn't dating her. I kissed her once. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love the Billy backstory, dude. When they're in the uh, the old time, she's like, "Me and Billy are in love." He's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> Favorite uh, okay, so my favorite character yeah. this is a little bit of a hot take was Book. I love the book. Book the crushed book. it. Book crushed book, it. Book crushed it. Book, book showed its it. true personality. Book yeah, that you didn't that's see also, in the first one. A wordless, that's also a another thing. A wordless performance, fantastic. Um, so that was another thing that I just like could not really get behind. What? So the what was it called? Magica Maxima. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why does Book not want that? Because it's like, you know, it's like, you know, you, n- nobody should have that. Nobody should have that power. And it's also, it's like you can't, you know, with, with that power, you have to sacrifice something of equal. So, so it's like the soul no, stone with Thanos. Book knows, yeah. It's like that red guy where he's like, you know, this comes at a terrible price. Yeah. And Thanos right. is like. Um, you know, but I don't know. That was one where I'm kind of like, Book Book also had no, like, affiliation isn't the right word. He didn't have any, like, positive ties to the sisters. Like, Book was Winifred's. I get the sense he's passed on, right? Like, you know what I mean? So now he's the new, now he's, now he's Becca's, the the new witches. Yeah, but I'm like, Book was always very evil. Oh, for sure. And, I mean, but that's then, like, yeah, it's like, yeah. But then Book also made the transition to good. Yeah, Whereas, I see like, there's too much, there's too much goody-goody. Oh, like, see, in I the first the, one, the Book was Book... like, I'm going to try everything I can to try and get Winifred to be able to, like, eat these kids' souls. Like, he, like, snuck at I that, felt like you know what I mean? like that until he was like, she's not going to, she's not going to stop trying to do this, this spell, and you ain't supposed to be doing this spell. Mm-hmm. And he knew right. once she did it that she was, you know. Yeah. And again, I get why they did it for like the whole tie-in thing, but I'm like, why is there a spell in the spell book that no, you can't, you like, oh, don't even turn to that page. Like, why is that page in there? That's true. That's true. I get what you're saying. But it's because he, he was sick of Winifred. Winifred's a bitch. <laughs> That's why. He's like, I'm going to move on to this new bitch. That old crusty this, bitch. Yeah, I got this young bitch here. <laughs> He's like, here my new bucket. I would bitch. do the same thing if I was Bucket. Be like, oh, look at this younger, lot more potential witch. And then we got this old crusty bitch I didn't from know the. Know that Garby was gonna be such a book stand. Like, you know what I mean? That's crazy. <laughs> I stand with book. Uh, uh, Garby stands with book. 
Uh, that's funny. That's good stuff. What do you... Uh, that Disney comes to and they say, hey, New England Social, we heard the podcast. Like, we loved, like, we love the commentary. We want you to consult on Hocus Pocus 3 mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. third iteration of Hocus Pocus. What are you, you guys, you guys are showrunners. Give us the vision. We'll give you writers. We'll give you, we'll yep. give you everything. What do I you want to see? I wow. want to see their, I want to see back to the origin story. Okay. I want to see that, how that other witch played into this, that witch, that kind of. So I would say a, pre- a prequel. Yeah. A You're whole for a prequel. prequel. Yes. That would be the whole of, movie. Of the witch that, ev- that uh, like gives them the powers. Or... Yeah, dude, she was hot. And yeah. just like. <laughs> Give me that witch. Garby's really like, just looking for the physical. Not in, thir- not in thirty years from now when she's Garby's old. Like, like, give it, give can it. Can we me have like... her wear a corset? <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I would say more just like not so much a prequel of that witch, but just like more of like, like from where they cut off on childhood, Winifred, Mary, and. I don't know. What was Sarah Jessica Parker's character? Sarah. 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 Oh, yeah. Um, like, from that point on, to get them to where they were hung mm-hmm. at the start of the first movie. Right. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So kind of like their whole becoming these powerful witches. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. That's what I would be interested yeah. to see. Right. I would love that. And I feel like that would kind of go along our lines with, like, you know – that would be their kind of like descent into evil where it might get a little right. bit darker. And so that's where I thought this whole movie was going. I was so pumped in the beginning because I'm like, ooh, this is an origin story. Like, and I thought that that's, that's what I was jacked at. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that, that would be dope. 100%. Yeah. My, my original ask was going to be I would do a complete reboot. I would go with the, the, the more serious tone. Uh, version of this but I would combine I would do primarily the second movie story I would just make a larger portion of the movie like essentially what happens in the first one I would just speed through it um, get them kind of thrown away again roll into like present day in the second movie with with the whole thing of them coming coming back and being like we're tired of this bullshit where we got to do, you know we have to like worry about getting whatever done before the sun comes up. We're gonna go for the spell, so we're like we're doing our thing and we're out here. But that's what Magica Maxima was. That's what I'm saying. But I'm just saying I would that's that would be the that would be the whole the whole focus there right right off the bat is like this uh... is a complete reboot. First movie, second movie didn't happen. Where you're telling that whole story, and it would really be about that. I actually like the idea of a prequel, though. So I'm jumping on that train. Give me a more serious tone prequel of them from mm. start to, to hang. And right. that would be sick. Because then, then then you could even lead into a reboot of the, of the mm-hmm. original material. So Disney, give us a call. We out, we out here. We 100% out here, dude. Give us a call. Give us a call. Uh, any closing thoughts on the Hocus Pocus movie? Give me well, your, you give me your like, tweet. Give me your, give me your one liner of like someone's like, hey, two sentences. What do you think about Hocus Pocus? It was fine. Six point five. It was fine. Dot dot dot. Six point five. I love that. Yeah. Garby, what about you? I'm gonna call it a high value movie. No, didn't cost me any extra money and not a whole lot of time. Um. I'm gonna give it a, a seven. I'm gonna give it a seven. Yeah. Um. Hocus Pocus. If you were a '90s baby, it's probably worth the nostalgia. If you're a parent with young kids, it's probably worth the good time. Try it out. I would give it a. I, I I'd land on the seven. I'd land on a seven. I think it's a solid seven. I think it's a solid seven. So. Looking at Rotten Tomatoes, don't cheat. I'm looking at Hocus Pocus 1, Hocus Pocus 2. We got the critic score, the tomato meter. Oh, I guarantee you Hocus Pocus 2 blew it, blew one out of the water. Oh, no way. No way. You don't think so? I don't think so. 
All right, so Hocus Pocus one, just going from the critics. I feel like it's they. Wait, wait they are probably we guessing? Got, like, wait, me and Nick guessing. Take a guess. Take okay. a guess. It's a percent. Honestly, so just I will preface this by saying, remember when we did our Christmas movie review and we were like, "Oh, this is an iconic Christmas movie," and it was like ten percent. <laughs> I'm gonna say That's they gave Santa. Hocus Pocus one. <laughs> I'm gonna say they gave Hocus no. Pocus one like a thirty-three. Oh no, I'm gonna go Hocus Pocus one eighty-seven. So the critics gave Hocus Pocus one a thirty nine percent. Yikes! Called it. Called it. What did the fans give it? Fans probably gave it. Mm, I'm gonna say seventy two. I'm sticking with eighty seven. Seventy two. Nick, are you looking? <gasps> Let's go! Oh, no way, dude. No way. Call Nick's that. Nick's definitely cheating, dude. Nick's no, I'm not, dude. dude. I wish right, I could share right, my right, screen let's right now. Let's do Hocus Pocus two. Let's do Hocus Pocus two. Hocus Pocus 2. Hocus Pocus 2. Right, so I'm going to say that the critics gave it like a 68. I'm going to go with – I'm going to come down, but I honestly think things have flattened down a little bit more here. 70. 62. The critics gave it a 62. Nick, dialed okay. in right now. Way higher, 39 okay. What about Okay, what about audience? That's what I said. Audience score, I'm going to guess for Hocus. See, this one's tough. I feel like people are pussies nowadays. Audiences probably gave it like. I'm going to honestly run it back 68. I'm going 80. 52. Damn. I think it's higher than a 52. Maybe seven's too high, though. Maybe seven's too late. See, this is why yeah. I feel like we should be doing a five-point scale. Because Honestly, I'm kind of right in line with Rotten Tomatoes. On a f- 52? That'd be yeah. a five. You're a six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Numbers. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I told... I. It's just like... I don't know. I feel like those like nostalgia movies that you like, yeah. they find... Like, I forget what You're it the was. the tomato whisperer for sure. You just dominated that game. That was lit. I forget exactly which movie it was, but I feel like Elf and, like, Home Alone, they gave, like, shit scores to. And we were like, mm. how are those Home Alone, yeah. bad movies? Yeah, true, 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 but true, true, true. don't want to go down the Christmas path, but... Yeah, I think yeah, it's also, I like, feel it's like, like they... hindsight. Um, I definitely think it's, like, if you're, like... Every year we sit down and we watch Hocus Pocus 1. I think that it's good enough that you're like, oh, we're going to sit down and watch Hocus Pocus 1 and Hocus Pocus 2. Like, I, feel yes. like it's, I feel like it's sure. different enough and it's, it's I, good enough. I will for sure add it into the, the like, you know, yeah. goldfish tank background sure. movie yeah. so that I'm playing in Halloween. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fair enough. Um, closing thoughts. Anything else? Yeah, I just hated. I, I, I again, I hate to like be this dude, but I'm just like, I just hate that Winifred was like good at the end, and that that girl was a witch. That stuff just like. I love that the girl was a witch. I'm with you, Winifred being good at the end. Like, let Winnie go out a boss, dude. Right. Let yeah. Her go out a boss. She should have gone double freedom rockets. Been like a hundo p. Like, should have gone. She should have gone. Out you hate like me because you ain't me. And honestly, Disney grow a sack, drop an f bomb. Yeah, when he drops an F ball on the way out. Gar- Rich wants some profanity. Garby wants more tits. So, this is a National Lampoon's movie, by the end of this. <laughs> well, okay, so, witch wise, though, witch wise, yeah. um, Mary, they did her makeup very well. I thought she yeah. almost looked as good as the first one. I thought that Mary honestly didn't look any different. Oh, was I thought she that different? She was older. Well, just because it's the actress, I mean, because that was it's the, they were the same oh, actresses. Oh, oh, I thought you meant so, like a different actress. I was like, no, what? and so no, I will say, they, I think like in comparison, I thought that Mary looked the best. I mean, Bette I Midler, Winifred. I thought Winifred. She looked aged, but she also still looked good. Sarah Jessica Parker did not look good. Oh, really? I thought you guys were being harsh on Sarah Jessica Parker, man. I thought no, dude, hard. she looked. She, ooh. She looked a lot better in the first one. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, it's 29 <laughs> years ago. I think y'all are being cold, man. I, uh, really I think. Um, okay. Any other closing thoughts? 
I feel like her face, she's gotten more these, vertical. Like her head. I feel like the, yeah, I she looked more like a, These two were like worried we weren't going to have enough topic, enough like content for Hocus Pocus. We're 30 minutes into the Hocus Pocus talk now. Okay. I love it. No, oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, anything that's pretty else? pretty much it. You guys watching anything good? Anything new? Reading anything good? Listening to anything good? Uh, MLB playoffs. I watched my Yankees get the 1 0 in the division series yesterday. Okay. Nice. Go Yanks. Nice. Um, big rings of power guy. Huge rings of power guy. Yeah. I'm reading a book on behavioral economics right now. It's pretty pretty dense. Good for you. That's <laughs> awesome. So That's great. I read about <laughs> like, you know, 10 pages and then fall asleep. So it's 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 been a grind. All right. That's a little tough. Hey, Maybe good sleeping some... material. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right. Cool. What about you? Oh, watching this new show, Reboot. Really good. Really, really, cool. really good. Playing this new game, too. If you game out there, all my gamers, what's up? Um, new game called Rollerdrome. You can get it on Steam and I think like all the consoles for $30. It's Tony Hawk with guns. Tony Hawk Pro Skater with guns. It's dope. It's sick. Especially if you have... I don't know if it's on Switch. If it's on Switch, it's a must-buy. Um, if it's... If you play on any console, I would strongly suggest it. If you have a Steam Deck, it's a must-buy. Really good game. Um, what else? What else? Oh, Overwatch just came out. Garby, download Overwatch 2. We're back on it, baby. We're back on it, dude. Get a hard drive. I need, a, I need, I need to get a PC. Get a hard drive, dude. You do need I, to get I a need PC. To get, I do. Dude, we can, we, can, we can economy build you one. Get, we'll get, we should. We'll, dude, okay. We're, gonna, we're just going to like... Stecco doesn't listen to this podcast, but so here's the plan, folks. We're gonna play. Go- we're gonna play golf with Stecco. We're gonna be like, I. We're gonna be like, Garby, you should get a PC. You're gonna be like, I don't know, man, that's expensive. And I'm gonna be like, Stecco, do you think we could economy build it? And it's gonna be like, you know, he's just gonna like, I don't know, he's gonna do his Stecco thing, and he's gonna like. Me and Stecco actually kind of just along Stecco's lines. Me and Stecco did kind of set a preliminary um, date for our ball shagging evening. Oh, you going on the ball shagging hunt this year? Oh yeah, big time, you dude! I already got sandwich? my headlamp. No, I don't need what? no fuel. Packing a sandwich? I don't what? know, dude. I don't know how long they're out there. Oh, we'll be out there a few hours at night. Uh, but he said he knows all the good spots, so I got my headlamp. I got a pair of. Uh, he told me to get. I don't know why these like glasses, these pl- clear glasses for like eye protection. Um, I think just because you're gonna be like going in UV light. Yeah. But and you're just gonna be like going through a lot of oh, brush. You giving shit. me a fifty percent discount this year, dude? That's sweet. Boys? I was nah, in your dude. wedding, dude. I'm mar- I'm marking it up. No, you're not, dude. I find a scuffed Five up Pro V1. Five. Five bucks for a hundy. Come on. Well, we'll see what I come up with. <laughs> be careful in the woods, guy. You might find out you're a wizard. Ooh. I'm trying to think. Is I? I feel like I'm forgetting something. Oh, oh, um, House of Dragons, fire. If you're not on it, it's fucking fire, dude. It's fucking fire. Not on it. Hmm. Cool. But it's fire. No pun intended, Get it? Right? I was going to say pun, dragons. Um, all right, um, cool. I think that's it. Anything else about yeah. getting anything? No. You can find us at any underscore social on instagram and any social too on twitter rich is killing the twitter game we're up to 18 followers 19, let's fucking go 19, 19. 19. oh 19. hey wait seriously before we go out guys rate review please. please rate and review us and then also like if you like if you have like the twitter that you never use like just log on one time and follow new england social that's any social two underscore two is it i know it's any underscore any social, social two two <laughs> no, there's no underscore oh. in the Twitter. <laughs> Any social too. I'm yep. managing the Twitter. I didn't make the handle though. But please just go on there. Just follow us. Yeah. Give it a shot. Honestly, if there's like a question that you guys want answered on Th- uh, throw, the podcast, DM throw me. it in the review. DM Honestly. Me. Or at tra- me. No, better, please add us. Don't DM me. Add us. Add us with a question. Trash us in a review, but give us five stars. 
Hmm. Well, like maybe don't trash us. You can trash us. But I'm saying if you want, if that is your prerogative, oh, feel free are we to. Reading them? Do we want to read them? The reviews, like new reviews. If we get new reviews. Oh, I got sure. a review. We got a review on October first of this year. Oh. Yep. Uh, it's the title is "I Love Rich Kennedy." In my <laughs> non-biased opinion, he's pretty great. Oh, this I'll is from my mom. No, AC, 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 AC. Oh, it's it's Carol. <laughs> it's definitely Carol. <laughs> Classic Carol. Two two years ago, we got a uh, review. The trio dynamic is hilarious. Good info, good jokes, and a solid podcast. One of my new faves. That's from Jess Armitage. Uh, Laura's pro- protector. Laura's protector. Oh, yeah, that's dude, Dan. Dan gave us a I'm four pissed star. about Dan. Dan gave us a four star review. Don't even four. give that. Fuck don't man. even give that review that's credence. Fun. Okay, all right, all right. Let's get out of here. Nick, yeah. One more time. Okay. the social. My, one more time. My yep. Yeah, so Instagram, any underscore social. Twitter is at any social too. My personal account. I'm the only one public, so you could probably only follow me out of this group. Is at sun underscore of underscore ray twenty four. I'm Ryan A Garby on Instagram. That's Ryan A G A R B as in boy E. Uh, and I'm found at Instagram under the handle Kennedy. 16. Oh, and the what A the fuck? stands and for. I was gonna say, dude. Sorry, and the A stands for appreciate, because we appreciate Hocus Pocus two for what it is. You can find me at Kennedy sixteen twenty seven on the gram. I'm Richard Kennedy. I'm here with Nick Gosling, Ryan Garvey. We're New England Social Deuces. Later, Gators.